Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. People may not always see eye to eye with him, but they will always listen to his opinion. This is The Roy Green Show. Movements like Me Too and Time's Up have brought into sharp focus just how widespread and, sadly, how commonplace sexual harassment is in the workplace. It's unacceptable, and we must take action. We moved forward Bill C-65, which is an important step towards freeing our places of work from these kinds of toxic behaviors. And finally, today, we introduced new, transformative federal accessibility legislation in Parliament. Once in place, the legislation and accompanying initiatives will help eliminate barriers and ensure greater accessibility and opportunities for Canadians with disabilities. All right, so uh, legislation to counter sexual harassment in the workplace. Excellent initiative. And our Prime Minister has repeatedly and repeatedly and repeatedly stated that he's a feminist and that he stands for women and women's rights. And then a few weeks ago, we read on uh, BuzzFeed the story of, and it's it's been out uh, periodically over the years, but BuzzFeed uh, gave us a, a very good sense of the overall story, and that was that Justin Trudeau uh, stands accused of groping, quote-unquote, a young female news reporter in British Columbia when he was 28. Now, um, remember, Mr. Trudeau has said that there's no statute of limitations when it comes to sexual harassment or sexually unacceptable behavior. Uh, so BuzzFeed, I'm going to talk to the reporter in about 10 seconds' time, Ishmael Darrow and Michelle Simpson's with us as well, former seatmate to the Prime Minister as a Liberal Member of Parliament, as you well know. Um, but BuzzFeed contacted the Prime Minister's office for clarification, and they received a very interesting and kind of weird response. Uh, it, it sounds like it all depends on what the meaning of the word is, is. Ishmael Darrow, it's good to have you with us. Thanks for the time, Ishmael. Thanks for having me on. Well, what got you? Hi, hi, Michelle. Hi, Roy. And it, can I say it's a pleasure meeting you on the radio, Ishmael. Thank you, Michelle. Well, Ishmael, what got you interested in this story, which has been around for a little while? So what interested us at BuzzFeed is that, you know, we often follow trends on social media. That's where we find a lot of our stories because that's how people talk about the things that matter to them these days. And we saw that on social media, there was just an absolute firestorm over a uh, photo of this old newspaper column that was tweeted out by Warren Kinsella, the political strategist. And everyone was sort of discussing it obliquely, but it seemed like there wasn't a lot of reporting on it. And these are fairly you know, explosive allegations about the sitting prime minister, especially given his record on these issues. So we dug in. You know, I called the newspaper and they, I talked to them and they confirmed that the column was real and then I tried to get a copy of it from the local archive and library and museum. And then we went to the prime minister's office and said, you know, given the prime minister's statements on sexual harassment and, you know, the fact that it's a cornerstone of his political career and political image, what does he have to say about these allegations that were 
aired many years before he was a real public figure, and that's when they gave us that statement. And the statement was that uh, he that he did quote not recall any negative interactions. What ex- what does that mean? <laughs> well, that's right. You said it. Um, he remembers being in Preston, which is uh, where this little newspaper is uh, located. Uh, but he doesn't think he had any negative interactions there. So he's not necessarily saying he doesn't remember, and he's not denying it. He just simply says, I remember being there, and I don't think anything weird happened. I don't think. And yet, let me just just finish this, Michelle, and then I I really want to hear what you have to say. But I just want to quote uh, the prime minister and his apology to that reporter that was made the day after the, uh, the incident, I'm sorry if I had known you were reporting for a national paper, I never would have been so forward. Quote, end quote. Michelle. So that leaves the rest of us where? You know, he's apologizing because it was a reporter. And that was before all of this firestorm started. But that said, you know... Were the rest of us fair game? Well, what? You know, if you're not a reporter in his book... Oh, I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, you must be fair game. Yeah, uh, Ishmael, that that apology is very qualified. Mm Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, But however, as strange as it might sound, we now know uh, the National Post just reported uh, yesterday that that editorial, which is unsigned, was in fact written by the reporter who had this uh, interaction with Mr. Trudeau. So, you know, assuming that she had no reason to make any of this up, uh, which I don't think she would have, um, she is recalling what she says Mr. Trudeau told her. So, um, and the fact that it, it, that's the version that she is giving us, I think um, that phrasing is quite strange. And, and it's, it's really worth, I think, pushing the prime minister's office to respond to this a little more fully, I'm not sure that we've fully gotten a satisfying answer on this episode. Did you have an opportunity to speak to any witnesses who were at that event? Um, so in our reporting, we reached out to the newspaper and we tried to find original staff, um, but they either could not be tracked down or they were unwilling to speak to us. And the reporter, who we did not name, but we did find her, uh, we also contacted her. We left numerous messages. I'm sorry for harassing her, but we really wanted to get her side of this. And she also has evidently decided that she doesn't want anything to do with it anymore. It was a, a while ago. I can see why she might want to stay out of the spotlight. But we did really want to get to the bottom of this. Um, but people, you know, it was a while ago, and people just generally didn't really want to talk. Well, you know, we live in the era, the era of Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, uh, Charlie Rose. They, uh, their transgressions in many cases took place years ago and, and then more recently, but it began many years ago. So there's no reason for anyone to be excused. And uh, this qualified response from the prime minister's office speaks volumes to me. Michelle, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think they're panicking at the PMO or what, what do you think is going on? I th- you know, I don't know that they're panicking. I think they can, they think they can manage it. Um, and that may be the case because he's the prime minister. They're, but they're relying on that. Oh, this was 
18 years ago, and now he's the PM. But Justin seems to think he's above everyone else. And he voluntarily put on the mantle, the cloak, of feminism, and yeah. he's been speaking out very strongly against sexually inappropriate behavior. He's made that his personal issue from one of it, certainly one of his most significant personal issues. And he now, I think, has the responsibility to step forward and say, this is what happened. This is what I recall. Not ask, the, uh, not ask his, his press secretary to say that, uh, where, is it? where is it here now? Um, can't recall anything negative happening or significantly. I can't recall any negative interactions. That's not nearly good enough. Where do you go with this now, Ishmael? Well, so, so that's the question. And I just want to circle back to the point you were making about all these cases that we've heard about you know, in Hollywood and in other industries. Um, obviously, some of those cases are very egregious. Some of them are, are of different severity. But we are in an era where we expect a certain level of accountability of public figures. And I just want to turn to what the prime minister himself said earlier this year in an interview with CBC. He was asked whether there might be any in instances in his past where women might think that he crossed some sort of barrier, some boundary, either knowingly or unknowingly. And he said, no, he didn't think that was the case. And he also said that um, people have a responsibility for, uh, for their own actions, no matter how long ago. Yeah. So we, we both live in an era where this is being treated differently, I think rightfully so. And also the prime minister's own words uh, say that, you know, this is something that he needs to address. And I'm puzzled, actually, why he has so far been um, not pressed on this more. Yeah, I think there are people who believe that he should not, this should not be raised because it happened a long time ago because he's Justin Trudeau and for whatever number of reasons yeah. you have individually, but it's not good enough. It's just not good enough. No. It's his responsibility. This has been written about, talked about, and he's commented on it by way of his press secretary. I agree. So I, I, you know, there can't be two standards because he's taken a strong stance against members of his own caucus. Yeah. So you know, he's kicked them out of caucus. He's demoted them um, for various transgressions with respect to sexual harassment and. Um, you know, if you live by this sword, you die by this sword. Very true. What kind of response have you had, Ishmael, to the story? What, uh, what, what have your readers and followers of BuzzFeed had to say? I've had two different kinds of responses. On the one hand, I've had people reaching out and, and, and congratulating me and saying, this is great, we're going to get him out of office now. And I've had to respond to those people and say, that's fine if you feel that way, but that's not really what my role here was as a reporter, and that's not generally what we think of as our role being in the media. Uh, you, you, this is clearly of public importance, and that's why this is a story. So I've had to disappoint those people. And the other response is that I've gotten a fair amount of doubt. People who, like the prime minister, who probably voted for his party, have reached out to me and said, oh, come on, this is all, you know, water under the bridge. This happened so long ago. Even if it happened, you know, so what? Trump is so much worse, you know. 
I, there's been a lot of um, that kind of response. And to those people, respectfully, I, I just go back to what the prime minister has said himself and the way, as Michelle was just saying, the way he has treated this issue when it's come up with other people in his party. Yeah. And he also said he has been very, very careful about how he has interacted with women uh, his entire life. And that was part of his, the, the statement that you were quoting, Ishmael, that the end of that was, I've been very careful, I'm paraphrasing, but I've been very careful about how I've handled myself uh, around women all of my life. So is, is this going to, uh, is this a story that has, do you think is going to develop legs or is it just going to sort of stutter and fade away? Well, that is a very good question. I was very surprised on the day, and I, in fact, the day after this uh, blew up on the Internet. And clearly, most reporters in Canada who follow politics and report on politics were aware of these, these allegations and this newspaper column that had resurfaced. He had a press conference that day, and a huge uh, scrum of reporters was asking him questions, and it didn't come up. And I, I find that very curious. I know we have different standards in Canada for when we can publish, and, and we, we don't necessarily have the exact same standards that they do in the U.S., mm -hmm. but this seemed to me like something worth pressing the prime minister on when given the opportunity that day. And now we've seen some reporting from the National Post, as I mentioned, and it, I do think it's going to come up, but until there's a fuller reckoning uh, on the prime minister's part, I think this is just going to fester, unfortunately, and I think it's it, the most responsible thing would be to simply deal with it and perhaps either d deny it or or say that there is some truth to it and, yeah. and be truthful with, with the Canadian public. Exactly. I have to take a break. Uh, Ishmael Darrow, thank you so much for joining us from BuzzFeed and Michelle Simpson. We'll talk to you again in just over an hour. Okay. All right. So it's uh, my number is 1-800-263-2428. 2428 Is Justin Trudeau getting a pass from mainstream media on this, on the, the story that he groped a female, young female reporter in British Columbia when he was 28 years of age. Is he getting a pass? Does he deserve to get a pass? Remember, this is the era of, as I said earlier, Bill Cosby and Harvey Weinstein and Charlie Rose. Should Trudeau get a pass, particularly when he's demanded there be no statute of limitations on sexual misconduct toward women. This is a story that needs to be followed, and it needs to be developed. And it's embarrassing, uh, as Ishmael Darrow pointed out, it's embarrassing that when the story broke on the same day, there was a major scrum with the prime minister, and not one Canadian reporter brought it up. This were Donald Trump, it would be all over every single media. Prime Minister Trudeau doesn't deserve anything better or anything worse. 800-263-2428. Is Trudeau getting a pass? Should he get a pass? Does this story deserve to be developed and followed? 800-263-2428. One of the most respected and experienced broadcasters in the industry. This is The Roy Green Show. If uh, an event, if uh, sexual harassment takes place 10, 15 years ago, or took place 10, 15 years ago, 18 years ago, 
Is it still something that needs to be reported and talked about if a if an influential and famous person is involved? Particularly if that influential and, pa- and famous person issued a, an apology. Say, I wouldn't have done it if you were if I'd known you were a national reporter. And then uh, issues um, a statement that he doesn't recall any negative interactions. What, what, what does that mean? Angela is in Alberta. Tell me the name of your town, Angela. Edmonton. Ah, you see, I knew it. He got yeah. he, he got something else here, but I knew it wasn't. Anyhow, what do you, what do you make of this? Um. Well, he yeah, he's getting a pass. But he, but then I feel he always gets a pass. When was the last time you ever heard anything really negative about him? I think it's that the, the media um, loves him; they adore him, so they would never bother digging any deeper than they had to. Um, that's my opinion. Anyway. So, so what should happen? What, what do you, as a as a as a Canadian a voter, a woman, somebody who uh, is following this this story, as limited as the exposure has been so far? What has to happen? Well, um, got to take his own words. There has to be some accountability. Let's hear what he has to say. So far, he says nothing. Yeah, as far it, as I'm concerned. It, it's and, and he speaks through other people. You know, he has got the intestinal fortitude to stand up um, and 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 you know. Yeah, well, exactly. You know, so, so so the person in his media office goes to a, his press secretary, goes to the prime minister and says, we have Ishmael Darrow from uh, BuzzFeed who's contacted you on this this incident that you apologized for in a, in a qualified manner. Um, and and what, what do you what do you what do you want to say? And then what does the prime minister do? He issues this nothing statement that he doesn't yes, recall yes, any yes. negative interactions. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You should have taken yeah, the call. Talks, yeah, he, he talks out of both sides of his mouth. Yeah. That's, that's Mr. Trudeau. You know, the strategy is to try to ignore, try to ignore, try to ignore, and hope it goes away. Yeah, exactly. And, of course, as I said, um, I believe that the mainstream medium allows them to get away with it. Thank you, Angela. In Edmonton, Alberta, 800-263-2428 is my number. We want to hear from you. Lots of phone calls lined up, but uh, there is that one line open now. Um, is Trudeau getting a pass? Is this a, is this a relevant story in 2018? Remember, though, it's the Me Too era. It's Cosby, Weinstein, Rose, and others. And the Prime Minister has some questions to answer, but we'll hear what you say and what your view is when we come back. Proudly Canadian and making Canada proud. This is the Roy Green Show. So the uh, the story is uh, gaining some traction. The story of Mr. Trudeau in uh, British Columbia when he was 28 years of age, groping a National Post reporter. It's gaining traction. It's gaining traction because the Prime Minister hasn't handled it very well, and that's what gets people curious. 
when a press secretary says I, he doesn't, speaking on behalf of the man, that he doesn't recall any negative interactions. That sounds like other excuses that we've heard before. And that turned out to be false. That actually something did happen. And it's always better to just deal with it. So, yeah, I, 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 yeah, he's getting a pass. He's getting a pass because too many people in our national media uh, just will, will bend over backwards for him. And that's wrong. He has a job to do. He has a job to do properly. He has responsibility for his own behavior, particularly what he says, the things that he said about having always been careful with his life and always been respectful and that he's a feminist. But here, Diane sends me an email to Roy at RoyGreenShow.com. Has Trudeau maybe grown up a bit since this incident? I hope every male or female reporter, including you, Mr. Green, have never groped a person inappropriately. So I was waiting for that. I was waiting for somebody to say, well, have you ever groped anybody? No. Oh, wait a minute. To the best of my recollection, nothing negative happened. Uh, The point is that there has been a report of this taking place. There's been an apology issued by the prime minister to the young woman involved. It's been reported on on for a number of years. There's been plenty of opportunity for Justin Trudeau to react and to talk about it. Because all that's happening now is that people are becoming more curious. And at this particular time in our social history and our behavioral history, we had better get at it and tell the truth. Gary's in Cold Lake, Alberta. 1-800-263-2428 is my number. 800-263-2428. Is this... So this is a story that needs to be followed and is Trudeau getting a pass from mainstream media. How are you, Gary? Great, Roy. Hey, I, I want to say I, I, uh, I love listening to your talk show. Thank I'm you. I'm a huge fan, and uh, yeah, I appreciate uh, all your perspective and all you do. Well, thank you. I really appreciate that, Gary. I couldn't agree with Angela more. I think she nailed it. Um, I, I would love to make a frying pan that you could have a Trudeau coating on it because nothing would ever stick. <laughs> well, you know, here's something that I, I, I want to ask myself, have to ask myself when I'm doing this story. Obviously, it's clear I'm no fan of Justin Trudeau. And the, the issues that we raised when we talk about um, involving him are relevant and they're newsworthy. And they are stories that he is in the center of or he's created. Like nobody could nobody could not report on his India trip, on the, that disastrous, catastrophic India trip. And then yesterday we find out it's a mil- cost a million and a half. And I was asking myself, should I talk about this? Should I not? And I got in touch with the reporter in India who had told us on the air that the Indian government didn't want Justin Trudeau there at that particular time. And that the Indian government knew he was only there to try to appeal to Indo-Canadians who are going to be voting in the next federal election. They, that's what the Indian reporter told us. And I contacted him, and I, and, I, and, I, and I asked him if he'd come on the air. And there was also the story of the, uh, of the Toronto police officer, Mississauga, or area uh, Peel 
police officer who had that Khalistan flag on his on his cruiser last weekend. Um, and so he was going to, the reporter was willing to come on the air. And then I thought, you know, I want to make sure that I'm not just doing this because I don't like Trudeau, because this is personal to him. Is it a behavioral thing? Is it something I should be talking about? And I came to the conclusion, yeah, I'm doing the right thing by talking about it. I really am. So is this going to go anywhere, Gary? What, what, what's going to happen with this story? I don't believe it is. I think it's going to uh, be uh, minimized by our nauseating media, like the CBC and CTV. Um, just, it's so hard to watch. They're just trying to copy CNN as much as possible, and it's obvious that they're left-leaning and uh, have a very hard time in reporting factual news. So you don't, you don't believe that much is going to happen on the Trudeau story as far as the mainstream media in this country is concerned, so it's going to have to be driven somewhere else, if, it, if there's going Absolutely. to be any reporting. Absolutely. It's okay. going to have to come from somewhere else. All right, Gary, appreciate the call, and thank you for the kind words about the program. That's greatly appreciated. Jeff is in Toronto calling us on the Roy Green Show on the Corridor Radio Network. Hi, Jeff. Hi. Um, you know, my comment would be this man has never been held accountable for anything. So why is this any different to him? Okay, all he does, he apologizes. What he thought, he apologizes. Look at the Aga Khan issue. It's right up to the sunglass thing. I respect this, I respect that. No, you don't, because you wouldn't have broken the rules. The man's never been held accountable. He's very young, very immature, not making excuses for him. But the big issue here is the major media in Canada is in love with this guy. Mm-hmm. And this will be buried. This will go away. This will go away. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think you're probably correct, yeah. but certainly he has not been held. He's a he's accustomed to getting his own way. And I said when he first came into power, I said he must have been a delightful child when he wanted a toy. But you know, uh, he he does say, "Well, I didn't know," or somebody else's fault. When he yeah. when he when he charged a charity twenty thousand dollars for a speaking engagement, while he was an MP, and the charity asked for the money back because they lost money on his appearance, he uh, he he argued essentially initially that well it, it wasn't anything wrong with him charging twenty thousand dollars for giving a speech. No, what no, doesn't I, he understand? Well, you know, I'll just make one more point. I don't yeah. want to be late to the issue. He watched the House of Commons on CPAC. He never answers questions. He'll take the first two or three questions. Yeah. And when it heats up, the Minister of Agriculture is answering for him. Yeah. I have friends in the U.S. who have seen this, and they find that absolutely unbelievable. Yeah. I hear you. So. All right, my friend. Thank you for the call. Jeff in Toronto on the Roy Green Show on the Corridor Radio Network. Question period is as frustrating, and we're going to play back for you tomorrow. One of those frustrating experiences. Um, one more call, and then we'll talk to Dennis DeRosier, um, one of this country's foremost auto analysts, automotive analysts. He's president of DeRosier Automotive Consultants. And we're going to talk to Dennis about President Trump talking about imposing a 25% tariff on all vehicles crossing from Canada, from, uh, the United States, or from Canada in the United States. So that's coming up. Ron is in Red Deer, Alberta. Ron, you're going to wrap it for us, wrap it up for us on the Justin Trudeau story. 
Okay, I'll do my best. A couple of questions, uh, Roy. First of all, the alleged victim, has she come forward and complained to anyone about being groped? Well, as uh, as Ishmael told us, there was a story in the National Post yesterday. I haven't seen that story myself, but she apparently uh, wrote the uh, the column, and uh, she speaks to that particular quasi-apology that uh, Trudeau supposedly uh, offered, that he wouldn't have done it if he'd known it was a reporter. Okay. Well, if he apologized for... You know, for being accused of uh, being accused of that, if he apologized, why now is he saying that he doesn't recollect any? I have no. Listen, I can't speak for Mr. Trudeau. I have no idea how his mind works. Oh, okay. I don't know. Maybe some um, uh, press person could contact the the alleged victim and uh, get a statement from her or get her to talk to Well, there's that story in the National Post. I'm going to take a look at it. Maybe you can as well, Ron, in Red Deer, Alberta. I don't... I I hope the story doesn't go away. It deserves an explanation. It deserves an explanation. And not that he can't recall any negative activity. Uh, I, I don't recall any negative interactions. What does that mean? I don't recall any negative interactions. Excuse me, was there a bar fight? No, I don't recall any negative interactions. What does that mean? Are those Trudeau's words, or are those the words of a a media person in his office? I don't recall any negative interactions. Nobody talks that way. Roy, did you have a disagreement at the cash register over the price of the potatoes? I don't recall any negative interactions. Nobody speaks that way. When we come back, Dennis DeRosier. And what happens if tariffs of 25% are introduced on cars by President Trump?